left to love me But the broken dreams have got to Welcome to Fire Football Radio, December 8th with you, and welcome. I'm your host, Matt McGrath, alongside Luigi Capola and Zach Schmola. This is now the 14th episode of the Fire Football Radio Show, as we are 13 weeks into the NFL season, coming up on week 14 in 2021. As a reminder, we will be live from the store studio every Wednesday night on WHS Stores 91.7 from 6 to 7. Bringing latest news, rumors, and more about America's game and the league we all know and love, the NFL. But Week 13 is now in our rearview mirror with Week 14 on the horizon. Looking at the NFL spectrum, the Detroit Football Lions have won a game. They beat the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. They are now 1-10-1. Zach and Luigi, what's going on, baby? Doing great today, Matthew. It's a fine Wednesday evening, and I'm gra- very excited to talk some football. Ditto. I'm feeling just as good as a Detroit Lions fan. Do you think you're feeling just as good as a Detroit Lions fan? Definitely not. After 11 weeks of not winning a football game? There's no group on the earth as euphoric this past week as the Detroit Lions fan base. As the Detroit And there's Lions no group of people on this earth more down bad than the Minnesota Vikings fan base. We'll get to that because I have a bone to pick. (laughs) But until then, we'll move into some things. So as a reminder, the call-in number is 860-486-9487. That's 860-486-9487. And then we do have a Twitter and Instagram. They're both at Fire Radio, so please do follow us on the social media waves. It looks like we already have a caller on the line. They called in before the show even started, so we'll find out whether they are trying to call in about football (laughs) or whether they wanted to talk about the Eagles that we were playing before. I hope it's like a groceries question. Question or something. <laughs> All right, let's find out. Caller number one, what's your name? Where are you from? Caller number one, are you on the line? Hello? Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, so, I want to talk about the Giants. Sure. Okay. Just want to see when the uh, the plane will fly over, like it did in '79. The plane will fly over, did you say? Yeah. When does the plane fly over? Not sure what you mean by that. Can you explain? Well, in '79, the Giants were so bad that they flew a plane over, trying to get new management in there and new ownership, and it worked. Interesting. That is very. So I was just wondering when they're going to do that to tear it down and rebuild it. I, I'm I'm very down with the tearing down and rebuilding. I, I I don't know if the Giants should use capital on on a plane right now. I mean, wouldn't cost much. I don't think probably for not. A prop plane, <laughs> probably not for a prop plane. You're absolutely right. But I mean, I don't know if it's worth it to even spend a dime when you need to spend so much more money on your football team. You know what? Maybe the one thing that this team needs is a little bit of juice, a little bit of pep in their step. Where else are you going to get right. that except a plane? Right. Mm. Yeah, no, no. That is true. Theoretically, hey, if it's worked in the past, you know, it did. Once it once 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 it happens, you know, I mean, once again, throw right on back. I mean, if it's a tradition, it'll become a tradition. The flyover tradition, a way to reset the New York Football Giants. We're in. We're in. I I like this. We're in desperate need of a reset. I'll take anything at this point. Um, But go ahead. Do you, do you think the firing of Jason Garrett was a good uh, a good move? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think you had to get rid of him. And I've mentioned this on past shows. Moving to Freddie Kitchens, nonetheless, was not a good upgrade either way. No. But I think getting rid of him was the option. And Joe Judge said we need to find ways to score. And then you come yeah. into the Dolphins game this past week, and they put up nine points. And what does Joe Judge say? He says he saw players making big plays, <laughs> even though they scored nine points. Yeah, Graham Gano was making big plays. Yes, the kicker was. Oh, my God. What, yes. what, is, what is your ideal situation? I, I think 
they should probably call Garrett back and get him back in there. No, I'm just joking around about that. I think they really just need to completely tear it down and trade the quarterback, the running backs was a disaster, the offensive line, which they were promised was be rebuilt by Gellerman, has done absolutely nothing but maybe one guy on the left side. Um, I think that uh, scheme is not necessarily the problem, but it's more the players. And I actually think that um, you need someone in there who is going to fit, if you're going to keep Daniel Jones, fit what he does best, not what, you know, they just want to run, if you will. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, there's a lot to be fixed. Um, it's a very, very, very apt, apt. I agree completely. Yeah. You know, we didn't catch your name. I had to listen to the voice for a while. I'm thinking, it's a guess, but I'm thinking this that this is Jeff Wachowski. Is that correct? <laughs> Did he just, oh, he, call, he hung up. Interesting. All right, well... It probably was. Now, Jeff Wachowski is a good friend of my parents and my family. He's a Cowboys fan. I wanted to talk about the Cowboys with him if it was him. Oh. But I just didn't feel like Cle- talking about clearly, it. Clearly either not him or he didn't want his uh, his name on uh, air. <laughs> so to all the franchises out there, to the Detroit Lions, to the Washington football team, buy your team a nice plane. And all your problems will be solved. <laughs> yeah. Have a good flyover. Hey, listen, if it did work before, maybe you know, maybe a little puts a little a little tear in Saquon's eye and Joe Judge's eye, and they're like, "Wow, man, I really got just got to turn this around." And maybe John Mara just tears it all apart and says, "I'm going to fire all of you." Pulls a little Donald Trump when he was on TV. <laughs> fired, fired, fired. Right, but. I mean, I think we've been through this multiple times already, and as a Giants fan, it's hard to go through it again. It might be necessary to go through it again, but I don't know. I don't I don't know if my heart can take it anymore, or my mental state. Well, I don't think you really have an option at this point. No, we don't have an option. I think but... you need to go through it again. And you yes. really, truly, if we're being honest, you haven't gone through one yet. You've made it about ten steps in and then realized, oh no, we can't do this. Like five times. Yeah, three times. That's That's tough. Yeah, that's the worst part about it. It We haven't gone through a full rebuild once. We've tried it already twice, and this is the third time we've tried it. But what's the most, what's the best way to rebuild your team is really the question here. I would start by removing the guy that consistently brings in overvalued and underperforming talent. Yeah. Yeah. He can't put guys for the head coach to feel the team that's winnable. Yeah. That's Who why drafts, what, what was Andrew Thomas? Three? Four? four. four? Yeah. What? Who does that? Not. With Tristan Wirfs and Jedrick Wills on the board, he's like, hmm, I wonder who I want to play left tackle for the New York Giants. Let me take the third best guy, top five. <laughs> well, if we had a choice and we were running the team, we would have taken Wirfs. Actually, right. back then we were thinking Simmons, but... Oh, no. I would have taken yeah, Simmons! Yeah. I would have taken Simmons That would have been just way. fine. Remember, we, we, were all, we were all sitting at home during COVID. We yeah, were like, we wanted Simmons. Simmons, give us Simmons. Oh yes. My God. We also yes. Want, hey, we also wanted the Dolphins to take Herbert, but we don't need yeah, to talk about that Yeah, we wanted the Dolphins right to take Herbert. We wanted the Giants. I wanted the Giants to take Micah Parsons this past year. They didn't do anything we said, but we do have a second caller on the line, so we'll take them on. Caller number two, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, it's Juan from Middlebury. Oh. Hello, Juan. What's happening, boys? How we doing, Juan? We're feeling Long time good. no here. Hey, well, you guys rock, right? Like um, <laughs> for the holidays, uh, Thanksgiving, we took an intermission. Oh. Yeah, so we... I just called into uh, that guy who called in about the plane. It's like, oh yeah, they flew a plane, a plane over Giant Stadium. He had no details. Because <laughs> he's probably not a Giants fan. <laughs> what, what could what uh, kind so of fan could do? The plane that flew over the stadium, it was tailing. You know how you sit on the beach and watch all the planes go back and forth. Yep. It said, "We've had enough." Oh. And so that kicked him into gear. Young, you guys weren't even around. Well, I, that was double our lifetime. Juan, you were you had to be quite young back in '79. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was young. Yeah, I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you're young every day. I'm just saying. Back in '79, must have been the time. Yeah, yeah, it was good, good times. You just celebrated your thirtieth, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I was pretty close. <laughs> the Giants, the Giants sucked, though. I got to tell you that they didn't. They didn't get. You know, they didn't. They had 
18 years of suffering, 81 was the first time they made the playoffs since uh, hmm. 63 or 2. Oh. So yeah. we're back in that mode. So with this and math, with this math, if the Giants were to fly a new plane, Giants fans were to pay for a new plane because clearly that's what it seemed like, two years from now, Giants would be back in the playoffs. I say you fly that plane. Yeah, let's bring George Young back from uh, the grave. Let's do it. Juan, <laughs> start a GoFundMe for Giants fans to fund a new plane. <laughs> would it be blasphemous to say, fly Giants fly? Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that wouldn't fly. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I have to um, agree. It that, definitely would not. Yeah, fly fly it over MetLife when they're playing the Eagles. Plane might get shot down. <laughs> hey, I was at that Eagles game. That good Eagles, win, you know, Juan. Got a chance to win, but you got to catch the ball. You know. Yes. Yeah. Jalen Rieger twice dropped it. Yeah, and welcome back, uh, Minshew, right? Mustache mm-hmm. Minshew? Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania. George and all. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, really good. But, you know, I just wanted to set that uh, that caller straight. You know, these cocky Cowboy fans that call in and try to tread all over Giants fans. Cowboys haven't seen, seen a trophy in what, like? 25 years or something? Easily. It's got to be that long, right? Easily. I think it's, it's over at this 26. point. 26 was the last time, 95. Is it 26? Was it not, if it was 95, then it's 26. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was 95. All right, boys. Oh, 96. But Good show. 96. All right, Juan, how are you feeling about the Chargers? How are you feeling about the Chargers this week? Oh, well, Jake Fromm, we found our quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> We, we did. You did yeah. find a quarterback, but I mean, we you did. can find we a rock when you go outside. Or, or practice squad. Yeah, he came off the practice squad. And now he's starting in an NFL game. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Yeah, we, we do love. I it. do actually like, like Jake Fromm. He, he's I a quarterback liked him when from he was our in college. He's a quarterback from our time in high school and in college. So, I mean, he maybe had a good college career. He had a great. He had a great career. college career. He just couldn't translate yeah. it to the NFL. Do you yeah. waiver wire fiends trying to make it into the playoffs? Chargers defense. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jake Fromm. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hope nobody's that desperate. <laughs> Whatever the heck the line is for, what is it? Ten. Ten. Minus ten. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right, boys, let me go. I know there's like a line behind me, so. <laughs> Thanks for in. the call, Juan. Thank you, Juan. All right, have a good evening. You, you too. too. Later. Adios. 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 Bye-bye. Adios. Um, yeah, Jake Fromm starting against the Chargers. We'll see. <laughs> that's, that's what we can say. Hey, listen, there's two types of uh, Los Angeles Chargers this season. And um, the first is the lazy, slow Chargers. And the other is the aggressive Chargers. The aggressive Chargers have all of those seven wins. The lazy Chargers are all of those five losses. I think we're going to see the aggressive Chargers, but like they're they're seven right now, right? Six or seven? They are a, They are seven. They are a seven. Seed, seven. Yes. And there's no, there's, no, no, no. They're uh, the are Bills are seven now. Oh, so they're, so six. they're six. Yes. Yeah. All right, but still, the Bills could take six. There's a couple teams right in the back that could take seven. So, I mean, the rest of the games they're really going to have to yeah. be the aggressive. The they have charge. to come out playing like they know their game plan because yeah. that's how they've been playing when they've won games and when they do that they're successful. Right. It's it's that timidness that I don't know I don't know where it comes from first of all. But maybe Brandon Staley being in his first year possibly that could be it. But they have a great quarterback, they have a great running back, they have a great receiving core, they have very solid young defense. You have a great scheme from Staley, and like I, I just don't get it. Sadly, this week, I mean, good for the Giants, not sadly for the Giants. Both Chargers wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, are out with COVID. Oh, yes. Not that it's going to change anything, but we have another caller on the line. Well, it might change. No, it, could. it could. It could change some things. Defense hasn't been playing that bad, but you know, Jake Fromm. But we'll take another caller. Third caller of the day. What's your name? Where are you from? Sal from South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. Sal, <laughs> welcome back. We haven't heard from you in a very long time. How are we, Sal? Well, I've been listening. It's <laughs> <laughs> great to hear. Yeah. How you guys doing? All right. Doing good. Doing good. Well, let me tell you, I was ready to call you guys uh, 
and kind of pick on you a little bit, but all three of you got it right, and I got it wrong. Uh, it's all right. Uh, it's talking all about right. the Pats game? Yeah, he is. Yeah, of uh, course. Sorry about that, man. No, hey, hey, no, no. The first thing you texted me right after was, I can't wait to call in and laugh at you guys. We got That's, it. Uh, we got it right, though. We got it. You got it right. I mean, <laughs> darn it. I was, I, was, I was for sure that they were going to pull it out. But you know what? They probably should have won the game. It was there on the table for them to yeah, take it. Absolutely. They were yeah. horrible in the red zone. Yeah. They absolutely All were. it took to get it through the red zone once, they would have had it. Yeah. Uh, I was totally impressed with, uh, you know, with New England. I mean, they, you know, they had a game plan. They're going to run the ball. They made it work. But the, the game was there to be won for the Bills. They just did not execute well. I, I definitely agree. No, no, I definitely agree. I mean, you saw it at the end of the game, especially with them being in the red zone. They couldn't get the ball out. Josh Allen wasn't playing to his sharpest that he's been relatively for the past two seasons. The Pats just wore them down on the run game, like you were saying. 222 well, rushing yards compared to their 19 passing well, yards. Just I think I think what I think the, the, the shortcomings of the Bills this year has been the running game. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, they're just not running the ball as well as they've done in the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was kind of exciting that because I always thought they had a pretty good running game. And with a good, good quarterback and a decent defense, they were going to do okay. But you know what? I don't believe in them anymore this year. Uh, I'm just hoping that they get a couple of draft choices that's going to help them, with, especially in the running back position, and see what happens. Now, Sal, we're already moving towards draft picks? Yeah. We're already losing faith? Well, let me put it this way. Uh, I think they're going to make the playoffs, uh, but I don't see them as being uh, in the Super Bowl. You got to oh, yeah. rem- remember, this is a man who saw Buffalo play in four straight Oh, the Super four falls. I know. You got you to remember, this is a man who's seen Buffalo for many years. He's... <laughs> You lose, you lose yeah, faith but, that quickly when you go over that all the time. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, but, you know, I've also seen the Red Sox uh, never be able to beat the Yankees in the tough spot. Yep. And and they have been doing that. So, I mean, I'm not totally pessimistic because I've experienced with football and baseball, but baseball, I've, I've seen four championships, which I never believed that would have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey. You never know, no, no. There's great, there's great, great focus for the long term for those bills. You know, maybe some things they need to iron out quickly, but over a long period of time, it's looking pretty good for Buffalo. I haven't given up yet. I have not totally given up, but I'm re- I'm a very realistic person. I I don't see them as being top three, four teams right now. I do. I, I think I think everybody in the studio could agree with you mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah, right yeah, we agree. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, listen, uh, even, even if you don't hear from me, I'm still listening. So good job. Keep it up. And uh, have a good evening. Thanks. Thank you, Nono, for so. calling. Appreciate Thank you, it. Sal. Love you, too. Love you, Luigi. Good to hear from you, Sal. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sal, <laughs> it's been a while. It has. He's been dealing. Cool. He got it. So he got a new kitten. He got a new oh, cat? He did get Ooh. a new kitten. And uh, sadly, he the cat got stuck under his couch, and <laughs> he went to he went to reach for the cat, and the cat's claws cut him, and he got oh. a really nasty infection on his finger. Oh no! But everything is on the up. Is that what you're saying? He can't play golf. Yes, he was very. Oh, he was, Sal. He was very upset about the golf. Over the um, kitten. The kitten took you out. Yeah, you the, can't get on the course anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kitten gotcha. But yeah, no, he's recovering good now from his infection. He's gonna hopefully get on the course ASAP before it gets too too cold, but you know, never too cold in South Carolina. Oh no. Absolutely not. Year round. Um but yeah, no, he brought up some good points about the Bills. Uh, obviously they haven't experienced many good things in the postseason, so no. moving towards next mm-hmm. year and getting better at the running back position is obviously keen. And the offensive line. And the offensive sure. line, As, yes. Yeah, he, did me- he did mention it briefly. It's just their O-line has been their downfall. I mean, they, Zach Moss and Singletary aren't the worst running backs in the game, but they can't do much with the offensive line they have. Mm-hmm. Josh no. Allen even isn't running for as many yards as he has been the past couple of years, and it's just it's 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 interesting to see that their team is turning so one dimensional. 
Right, and when you rely on Josh Allen to not only throw the ball 35 times a game, but also run in between 5 and 10, which he has been, it, it takes a toll. And it, it's not really how you win football games unless you're Lamar Jackson, but he's doing all right. And I, I don't think the game on Monday night was a test to their season because they've had a great season. I think it was also the elements yep. were not easy to play in. Such a unique game. Oh, yeah. It was it was very cool to watch because it was just like we f- went back 50 years. Yeah. And we just started playing football from that era. Yeah, that's what uh, Belichick said. He said, we didn't run, we didn't throw the ball much in high in school. In high school, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, really made true. me think of me playing high school football. We would throw the ball maybe three times a game. So Wishbone. It was just interesting. It's yeah. just interesting. All right, we haven't even gotten into any uh, injuries or topics of talk yet because we've had a g- couple good callers. If you're still interested in calling in, please do. Number is 860-486-9487. That's 860-486-9487. But our first injury of the day, Washington football team tight end Logan Thomas is out for the year, tore his ACL and his MCL. He hasn't been on the field much at all. Terrible. Yeah, he's not been very productive. So. No. And... Terrible. At the tight end position, they haven't really had much production anyways. No. no. So losing him isn't the biggest deal, but another Washington football team injury update. Fitzmagic season is officially over. He requires now hip surgery for his hip injury from week one. He only played in one game. You know, as much as I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is the career. I love Fitzmagic. Not even that it's he, – he should call it a career, and it's not even because of all these injuries. It's because of what these injuries are doing to him and what's going to affect his personal life going forward and his family life. He's an older guy, obviously, I believe 38 years old. He's got kids. Yep. Live for your kids. You have hip surgery already, you're going to need another hip in 30 years, so you might as well just live for your kids at this point. You've made plenty of money. You've made a great career for yourself, probably the best backup quarterback of all time. Just – I think it's time to walk away. I agree. Yeah, that's true. That He probably is the best quarter, backup quarterback of all time. True journeyman has been with almost every team in the NFL. I think it's like 14 teams. Yeah, and has been really successful with a lot of them, yeah. bringing them into playoff games. He was successful with the Bills. He was ex- successful in Miami. Yep. Um, yeah, and now he's in Washington, but probably not for much longer. Seattle safety Jamal Adams is out for the year with a torn labrum. Blitzboy is having season-ending surgery. <laughs> Blitzboy. That's unfortunate for him. I never wish for him to be injured. No. I obviously don't love his style of play, but... <laughs> Two uh, INTs this year. He tied Vince Wilford. Oh. Yeah. Yes, sir, Jamal. Really, out, Big Vince. Really working for that money down there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Seattle season's over anyways. Um so it ultimately does not matter. Jets wide receiver Corey Davis is out for the year to undergo core muscle surgery. Not what the Jets wanted this time of the year. The season's also over, but it seems like Zach Wilson is sort of starting to pick it up. Yeah, he, he had a very good game last week. Two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown with over 230 yards passing. Pretty decent completion percentage. I believe it was like 21 for 38. It, it It's progress. It's progress. Yeah, I also I like the future for this Jets team. I, yeah, me too. I didn't love it as much in the beginning of the year, but yeah. Elijah Moore, Elijah Good. Moore, Elijah is the Moore is the man. He, I like. I I thought he was and one of my favorite receivers coming out of Ole Miss. The other Elijah, Senor Vera Tucker, down in the gut there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their offensive line can piece together. See, that's the thing. They got two picks in the top ten, like the Giants do. Yep. You take you know two valuable picks there, and you just keep on building. And they have. Yeah. I think they have more picks than that. Because of just what they've traded throughout. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the defense really isn't that bad. No. And the offense will come together because they're young, and you're grouping all these young guys together. I think they just need a couple more pieces. Maybe a couple of veterans. Yeah, a couple of veterans. Uh, I like Tevin Coleman at the running back position, and really? Michael Carter could be good. Yeah, Michael Carter's on the IR. And yeah, it really year, sucks sadly. that he's on the IR, and Corey Davis just got hurt, and Zach Wilson's just coming off of an injury, and Kai Becton got hurt. Yeah. Like, there's not other than like Vera Tucker and Elijah Moore. There's not really many other exciting things about the team. Yeah, Quentin like, Williams played fantastic. Quentin Williams on defense. He's a great defender. Great what defender. Else? Marcus May safety. Yeah. CJ Mosley's been back for the first time. He's been back. He hasn't yeah. been dazzling. Oh no, but he's he not also dazzling. is the only star linebacker that's playing for the Jets. So. Right. Yeah. If we were able to talk to Cliff, as we've said, you know, 
it, it doesn't look dark in the future. Uh, just a little gray. Yeah, just a little gray. A little it's not cloudy. it's not bright or dark. I would say it's in the middle. It's the gray. But move forward. Take but good get good draft picks. What are they at? They're three wins on the year? Yes. That's not Hey, at this point in the season, we thought, what were we saying, three for the whole year, right? Well, Zach said three for the whole year. Three for the whole and year. And then pick them against the Eagles to make it four. Forgot that I and said And lost. Three. And then, yeah, he uh, did lost. lose because Minshew Mania is a monster. I picked against myself. Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania is a monster. He had like, like a, a perfect passer rating. Somebody give him a chance in this league. Maybe the Giants oh can give him a God. chance. Ooh. You know, and I really got I really to say it because I, I did. I, like, I'll date myself on this. Last year or two years ago, when the last time we were on the show, I have been a Minshew fan since he started playing well in the NFL. I have been. I, I'm very for him. I, he gets dumped by the Jags because they're getting Trevor Lawrence. Understandable, but eh. He's now on the Eagles as backup quarterback. He could start for multiple teams in this league. Yes, he could. He could be the start of the Steelers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why don't they freaking trade a yeah. fifth-round pick or something? Yep, right there. That's one of them. Yeah, yeah he it's will. It's just like Panthers. Panthers. He could be a star for the Panthers. Pick a lot of teams. I think he's proved that he could start for the Saints. He would be the best quarterback on the Saints roster after Jameis. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he's proved that he'll find a starting job somewhere. He better if it's not in Philly. This league's not giving him the shot that he deserves. I agree, and well, now they are because of the injuries. But I think there's a lot of other teams that could use him. Yeah, but uh, Hertz is coming back, and Sirianni already said that Hertz is going to be the starting. Well, quarterback yeah, this going is Hertz's team. We know that he won't yeah. be an Eagle, but he should be somewhere else after the season's set, all said and done. Uh, Raiders running back Kenyon Drake is out for the season with a broken ankle. Called out the NFL on Twitter after a questionable tackle that caused the injury. I didn't see the tackle. I didn't see it either. Did you, Luigi? Um, I believe a helmet went into his ankle or something like that. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen it. I just saw some clips of it, some like small pictures. Okay. Yeah, I know that he complained about the NFL protecting quarterbacks and protecting all these odd hits. Yeah. And then whatever happened with him there, I haven't seen it as well. Obviously. Did we talk about the Kenny Pickett thing? Oh no! Well, the fake slide. Yeah, we did the last uh, last week. We did. Did we? Yes, because it. I think it happened two. Did that not happen two weeks ago? I remember talking I about think, it at home, but I'm not sure if we I think it happened against uh, Wake Forest. It did. It did. Okay, it happened so in I the championship. No, no, it happened this weekend. It happened in the championship. Game. Oh, against Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah, just briefly before we take this caller, Kenny Pickett was quarterback for the Pit. Uh, Pit. I don't know. Pit. Pitt, the for, college for Pit. Yeah. yeah. Um. And he did a fake slide in the middle of the field, and then it ended up turning into a touchdown. A lot of people were dazzled by it. It was all over Instagram. But in my opinion, I think he should be flagged right then and there. Because now imagine if he was actually sliding. Nobody's allowed to hit him. So linebackers, DBs, whoever was about to tackle him is not ready to tackle him because they think he's going down. You can't illegally fake going down and then expect to be protected every time you get touched. I don't know. That's It, it bothers me. I agree. We have another caller on the line, our fourth caller of the day. Caller number four, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Patrick Morrisrow from Stores, Connecticut. Pat. Hello there. Let's go. What's going on, Patty? What's, what's up, up, Mr. Boy? Wagon? <laughs> How we doing? Good, good. I'm calling to talk about my Cowboys. What do you got? What do you got for us, Pat? I don't know. I'm, I just, what, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm a little nervous that uh, the the Redskins. Oh, not Redskins. Apologies. <laughs> The football team is getting a little hot. The Eagles are looking a little better as we get to the end of the season, and we're not looking too great at the moment. you nervous that someone's going to steal the division from you? I'm waiting for the last game of the season when we are 8-7-1, uh, and, and then we lose the Eagles to make it 8-8-1. Eight, eight oh, Who are you God. tying with? Well, I don't know. Eagles and Washington are two back. Maybe the Giants? <laughs> Yeah, we'll give the Giants a little time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, crazy scheduling, by the way, from the NFL. They're playing the Washington this week, then they have the Giants, then they have Washington again at home, then yeah. they have the Cardinals at home, and then they have the Eagles as their last game. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So many divisional games. It's a Terrifying. brutal stretch, and even if the if Washington wins this week and wins the week after, you guys will be tied up. Going into yeah. that divisional game on December twenty sixth. Oh God, that's a sun- yep. that's a Sunday night game as well. Yeah, Pat, what I the Cardinals the week after that. Yeah, what I really want to see out of your Cowboys is the dominant Cowboys that we saw in the first five weeks of the season. Obviously, yeah, that's I mean, everyone wants to see. I mean, but 
like at the end of the day, like that team is there. It exists. We've seen it. Like this team is actually healthier than that team. And what's going yeah. on here? What's the what's the yeah. common denominator? What's the difference between the two things? Right now we don't know. Yeah. Dak hasn't been playing so explosively Not like he was. Well. He has the best best receiving core in the league. Yeah. Great great old line, great running backs. Yeah. The dude throws like two picks. Yeah. Like, like we lose the Chiefs nineteen to nine. Come yeah. on. I know. Nine points. Listen, I'm seeing your struggles right there too, man. The coverage to me has also been unimpressive. I feel like the pressure that they're getting, especially from Micah Parsons, has been unbelievable. It's really been yeah. surprising this year. But we got King Diggs back there. Diggs Island. Yeah. Diggs, Diggs Island, but Diggs Island. <laughs> you know, we we've had our own, we've had our conversation. I don't know if you've heard much of it, but we've had our conversations on here about We're the not true value of Trevon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, yeah. The yards he gives up versus the turnovers. And don't I, get us I, wrong, I, like the turnovers are huge. To get your offense yeah. back on the field, yeah. but to give up the yards, it almost balances it out. And then you have Anthony Brown, who can't stop hitting people. Can't cover <laughs> anything. <laughs> yep. It's like his Parsons favorite thing. Parsons, Parsons is great. Parsons. Oh, he's fantastic, no, Pat. Nutty. He, he, uh, they've been saying big thing right now in the NFL is uh, forget about defensive rookie of the year because he's got that locked player up. Of defensive player of the year might be on his radar. It's in there. Yeah. And, I mean, you have T.J. Watt right now who's leading in, like, sacks, tackles for losses, and pressures. kind of hard to go against. But yeah. Micah Parsons is making a case for himself to already be a top ten defender in this league as a f- rookie. It's Im- it's it. very impressive. We need, need a defense best five years. Yeah, you're that, that's right. been the problem, and you drafted that way this year to f- combat that. Yep. And so far, yep. it's been pretty good. It's been a little bit less good than the first five weeks, as Luigi said. But in yeah. order to get on your way back to possibly making it to an NFC Championship game, you got to get on that run again. Yeah, Absolutely. that would be great. I think I'd cry if I saw that. <laughs> well, you almost saw it with uh, Tony Romo and the Des Bryant yeah, catch. No, yeah, no, we don't have to talk about it. That was a catch. That was a catch, though. No I agree. It definitely was a catch. Yeah, it was a catch. All right. But you got anything else for us, Pat? No, I just wanted to talk about the Cowboys and my, my worries about them. All right, Pat. Well, good luck against Washington this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for calling in, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, Cowboys need to get back on track. I wish the Giants took Micah Parsons, but we didn't. everyone in the NFL thinks they should have taken Micah Parsons. Yeah, I mean, he was there. He was there. He was always there. We wanted, I wanted Isaiah Simmons. We didn't get him. I wanted Micah Parsons. They said, nope, we're going to trade for first rounder. You know what? I'm glad the Cowboys picked Parsons over all those other teams because a team especially, such as the New York Football Giants, would not know how to use Michael Parsons correctly. Oh, no. Who do they know how to use correctly? Exactly. That's my exact point is that you would have wasted a fantastic talent because the Cowboys have figured it out. Dan Quinn has figured it out. I love Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. I really do. I wish he had a better secondary to work with because I think that would have been one of the scariest defenses in the league. But he is figuring it out with Micah Parsons, and it's actually incredible. Dan Quinn or Oxygen? I'll go with Dan Quinn. <laughs> All right, let's get into some topics of talk. One, Actually, one last injury update. Bears quarterback Justin Fields is back on Sunday Night Football versus the Packers. He was dealing with a rib injury. Packers and Rodgers own them. Owns doop, 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 doop. the Bears. Bum, 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 bum. It's not going to really change much. No. no. Sorry. They were asking uh, Rodgers if he felt bad saying that, and he goes, no. I've gotten the best of them the last like 28 games or so. <laughs> he's like, I don't really care. That is true. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah they're terrible. All right. But uh, topic of talk, we already kind of talked about the Pats and the Bills, but one quote that I wanted to bring up, and actually two quotes, Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, said, let's not give more credit than we need to give Bill Belichick on this one. Do we agree? Kind of. Kind of. Um, the Bills were complaining so much about the weather. I mean, you it, live in it's it's in kind of pointless. state, man. It's literally their own state. It was kind of annoying to it, me. It wasn't a relatively complex game plan. They just ex- they executed very well. It was run the ball. <laughs> oh, Bill's hilarious, dude. Did you see what he said today? He said, "How do you feel about playing them again in two weeks? Because they have the they have the Colts coming. And then out. they well they have the bye, they have the bye they have this the Colts, week, and, and they have the Colts, the, uh, and then they play Bills the Bills again. again. And he goes, 
it's great because they haven't seen any of our past plays. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That I thought that was true. hilarious. I thought yeah, it was that hilarious. Is funny. But no, Sean McDermott, you know your place. Let's uh, let's know your place, buddy. It's Bill Belichick. Just know your place. I I think that. It's like I understand it because all they did was hand off the ball. Yes, but when you still can't stop it for forty-five times and you lose the game, think about the blocking scheme. Yeah, exactly. You lost the game anyway. Sean McDermott rotates about nine defensive linemen through that D line, and still none of those guys could stop the Patriots. Yes, no, they couldn't. So just know your place, Sean. You're young. You're new in the AFC East. Know your place. Next. Quote from the Bills-Pats game. After the game, reporters got a chance to talk with uh, Poyer and Hyde at the same time. They One guy asked if they were embarrassed about their defense not being able to stop the run. Eventually, they, all, they both said, are you serious about that question? And then eventually they walked out of the press conference. Do you see that? I'm not sure what to think about that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't think it was an unfair question. Are you, I, I think. Come on. I think it was unfair. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> yeah, obviously we're just embarrassed. Got we just got slow. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it was just like they got they got cooked low and slow like a nice brisket. Well, it was just like it's a fucking, it was like a rhetorical question where it's it's like why are you even asking it because we are embarrassed. Yeah, of course they lost the game. When, when if I would if I was in that room, I would literally look at the reporter. I, if I was Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer, I would have looked at him and I said. Have you ever lost anything before? <laughs> Waited for his answer and said, then you know how we feel. Like, that's that, it's just so stupid. I get it. It's reporting. Like, you have to ask all the questions, go the nine yards, whatever. It, so stupid. Just grow up. You know, you know they're embarrassed. How about a better question if you want to be a real reporter? Why are you embarrassed about this game? What specifically embarrassed you about their defense not being able to stop the run? What about that scheme was being confusing to you? What about that offensive line? What about the changes that you're going to make in your your system that you think are important? Like, ask the right questions. Now, are you embarrassed that you just got 220 yards ran on you? Yeah, of course. And why are you asking the safeties? They're the safeties. They're the last line of defense. It's not their job to stop the run. Well, maybe he was just talking about the Damian Harris take it to the house. Run. Yeah, but I mean, that's one run. No, it was one run. Guys break runs all the time. Right, it was one run, but looking back on it, like that was the run that won the game. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, it's the D-line's problem to stop the run. And Poyer and Hyde can make as many tackles as they can, but that's going to be seven yards down the field. Well, what they said was they have a good team. They have a good offensive line. They move the ball really well, and they have good backs. And when you have multiple backs who can take a lot of carries, it works out really well. And, yeah, I, I don't think it was a fair question, but now the, the Patriot way. The Patriots are on a seven-game win streak, and the Bills now fall to the seventh seed in the AFC. That's, a, that's still a scary seventh seed. I don't think they're out of it. They would play the Titans in the wild card. A lot of people picked them potentially as a one seed coming into this season. You know, I mean, it's still a dangerous team. Well, they were a one seed for a, a portion of time yeah. in the beginning of the year, yeah. and since then they've continuously fallen at home to running teams. They, I don't know. There's just a lot of teams that have been at the top that have been inconsistent. Even the Ravens just lost one, just dropped one to the Steelers. So, unfortunately for everybody in this room and most of the football fans across the country, once again, the most consistent team in the league is out of Foxborough. Yippee, yippee, yay. yay yeah, yay. Isn't it? it's kind of demoralizing, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, Why? That whole like year last oh, year God. where the Pats weren't at the top of the power rankings, they weren't at the top of the seating, like, it was very like, all right, it's anybody's year, right? Bill and Tom aren't running stuff. Tom wins the Super Bowl. Maybe they are still winning, running stuff. Oh, next year, Brady's back. Bell checks back. Uh oh, it's the same NFL. They just split up. It's 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 really annoying. <laughs> it is really annoying. I mean, all of, all three of us have grown up all around Pats fans our whole lives. Like, it's it's aggravating. I'm not mad at the Pats fans because they're lucky. You were born in New England. Like, yeah, go be a Pats fan. That makes sense. But at the end of the day, like, I have anger because you you got the greatest coach of all time. You had the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, why can't I be a little upset? No, you could be upset. There's nothing wrong about being upset. 
It's just the machine keeps on going. And they get a new quarterback who's not even just new. He's a rookie. He's, so he's the newest possible quarterback to have. And they find a way to win against the Bills in Buffalo in terrible conditions where he only has to throw three times. It's like the Titans like from two years ago when they were in the AFC Championship game and or divisional game and AFC Championship game and combined. Uh, Tannehill had like 12 throws, something like that. Oh, yeah, when they when they played the Pats, yes, but they don't have the Pats don't have Derrick Henry. No, <laughs> no, they have Ramondre Stevenson and they have Damian Harris. Yeah, but they have Bill Belichick and Josh McDermott. Well, uh, not, McDaniel, Josh McDaniels. I apologize. Yes, got Sean McDermott. You, you have guys that know how to create one of the most effective run schemes in the league. Like use them, and that's what they've been doing, and it's been effective. And you can't do anything about it. No, we can't. But we could see the Patriots in the Super Bowl Ugh. once again. Yeah, we and this time it could will. be against Tom Brady. See, like I mean, even like Pats fans for the past, like, like I would say, like weeks three to five of that win streak, Pats fans were still like, yeah, we still have a rookie quarterback though. We still got Mac Jones. Like, I don't know how far this team can go with a rookie quarterback and no wide receivers. And now it's like, wait, seven games in a row, they still don't have. No receivers. They still have a rookie quarterback. Like, what? It doesn't make sense. It's like it's Bill and Tom's league, and they just like let everybody else play. But like, they know they're going to get to the Super Bowl. They're just like being nice about it. <laughs> yeah, you Bill guys was, can have sixteen games. Bill wanted to go to the Bahamas games. early last year, or yeah. to where, where Nantucket. 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 He wanted to go to Nantucket a little early. Last I'll be year. back for my game next year. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll continue to talk about them as we go through. They have a bye this week, so we don't have to pick them this week. And then they have the Colts, yeah. and they have the Bills again. Uh, more news about the NFL. The NFL salary cap is expected to jump from $182.5 million to $208.2 million in 2022. That is a huge increase. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They can do a lot more with this. That's a whole star. Crazy. Yes, it is. That is what? 18... 26. And I was concerned yeah, about 26. the Chiefs being able to keep it all together. Ugh. But with this... They just got 26 free millions to play with. <laughs> they did. And I love... You know what? One of the coolest things about the NFL is is the salary cap. It's it's just so funny because it's like, <laughs> don't spend more than $208 million. <laughs> like they get, These guys have billions of dollars. Just like you, you need, they need to put a cap on spending because of how much money this sport has. It's actually insanity. It's insanity. This entertainment business that they have to put a number on how much you could spend. I mean, look at soccer, man. They like big teams like Barca will spend hundreds of millions. I, I know, and I love the salary cap. Soccer so that is it's absurd. Keep, I know. Drop I love like the salary 50 cap. Fifty million on three guys. Yeah, I, I, it keeps it keeps football more fair. It definitely does having mm-hmm. a salary cap. Obviously, you see with baseball, you see with soccer, there is none, and you get away with these things. But like at the same time, it's just it's such a funny concept. It is, but we do have another caller on the line, so we'll take them on. Caller number five. What's your name? Where are you from? This is a this this is a Shane Ford and uh, this Sunday the Giants the Chargers and the Patriots no not the Patriots Keenan Allen's out Mike Williams out what are we thinking Oh Shane against them, those terrible Giants you know who I'm picking I told you I told I you I shook your hand Shane I shook your hand I shook your hand my man But but are we gonna, but are we going to really consider the fact that the Chargers having COVID cases left and right? Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, two top offensive weapons are completely off the table. How's that going to affect? How's that going to affect Sunday? Hmm. It's going to really affect. It's going to change the whole scheme. A hundred percent. Change the entire offensive scheme. But you do have a nice young gentleman named Guyton, who's had some we, great weeks. I do agree with Guyton, and honestly, he doesn't get talked about enough. He doesn't. He's a great wide receiver three, especially on that team that you got right there, where you're those superpower. One and two wide receivers, it's just incredible. And I mean, like, at, at, at the end of it, like, you do have the Chargers, you have Justin Herbert, you have uh, 
You have Austin Eckler. You still have weapons. Are you? Is that Andre Roberts? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on that wide receiver depth chart. Listen, oh, you're going to be playing Andre Roberts. <laughs> Andre Roberts. Is yes, their, their exactly. on the Chargers oh. depth chart. Hey, 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 we're going to respect Andre Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> we're give him a little bit of respect. Oh, uh, Shane. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're running with Jalen Guy. Who is Josh? Who's this Jaylen Joshua Palmer character? Uh, jo- Joshua Palmer's been pretty effective. Fifteen for a hundred. 68 and a touchdown. Yeah, that's pretty effective. That's over 11 yards of reception. Was like 11, 11 yards, yards a game. game. Jet plays. He's a fast guy and he gets down. He's a great downfield player. And here's the thing. I haven't done my research, which I probably should have done before I called. <laughs> but I, I, know, I know that we're bringing some guys down from under and they're going to they're gonna step up to the plate. Yeah. But, um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I felt, I felt a lot better about this before I saw... <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Shane, Shane. At the end of the day, you're playing the, the New York, York Giants. football Giants. Oh, no. <laughs> the New York football Giants. I got a Giants fan in the house. But here's another thing about Eckler. If you look at his last game, you know, he, he, listen, he's definitely, like, could be a top three running back for, you know, for this week. But but he's, he's had two horrible drops that have led to interceptions in the past week. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, we gotta, I we have gotta hope noticed that. that continue. We got to hope that doesn't continue. Shane, let me give you a hint. I am a New York Giants fan. Give the ball to Austin yeah, Eckler, just run and the ball. you will win the just game. Run the ball. Run the ball. So for fantasy, for fantasy, we know we know who's going to be number one this week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I think. I oh think, yes, I think some of the the websites already have put Eckler as the clear favorite to have the most fantasy points this week. Probably because he's the pound for pound number one strongest running back in the NFL. Shane, he is insane. That I mean, man is insane. Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> he's insane, dude. Dude squats like three of my mothers. <laughs> And Rashawn Slater is uh, also a beat. I, I honestly like we like our, our we drafted uh, what name uh, something Lamp a few years ago. I thought oh, you were, Forest oh, Lamp, Forest Lamp, Forest one of the Lamp. best names of all time in the NFL. One of the before preseason. Shane, we do quickly remind you that this is a family and friendly organization here. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Good no, show. you're good. You're all good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, Listen, I get some steam off my chest after. Um, I I don't blame you. Me. You just lost your top two wide receivers to COVID, which is just annoying. And I think both of them are vaccinated, as is too. So which makes it even worse. But Shane, not only is the immediate future looking bright, the far future is looking bright. Your Chargers on the way up, my friend. I, I, I listen. I, I'm not saying we're a playoff contender, but we are in the wild card. And listen, Kansas City is like they're not, they're not that far ahead. So, no, they're not. Shane, let me ask you a quick question: Are you with uh, Mr. Liam Ford right now? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Let me put him on the mic. <laughs> Go get him for us. How about those Patriots? Oh, I knew it. I knew uh, it. See, I knew the that. first words that you guy. were going to say were, how about those Patriots? Because Yeah, just... four wins are, no, seven wins in a row? That's pretty good. Right. Yeah, not you bad. know what? I good shouldn't person. have asked Shane to put you on <laughs> if you're going to talk about your Patriots <laughs> like this. Oh, God. Mac Jones? Mac Jones, he's, he's the best yeah, quarterback. You, you got Belichick. All right, we night, get it. You know. we, we get it. You get Belichick. He has the best left and right handoffs in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that video by uh, by one of the commentators that said they just ran the like the guard trap run like seven plays in a row on one drive? <laughs> I'm sure they did. They just uh, flipped it. It's like me playing Madden. They just yeah. I'm telling you, that's halfback Liam, Liam, that's all my high school <laughs> did. Dive. That's all I did in high school. We just would run to the other side of the, the ball. It's weird. It works, it's though. easy. Like, it just keeps working. It just works. It all works. Liam, I appreciate the call along with Shane. If he's not still there, please tell him. Thank you for the call. It's been much fun. Okay, yeah, but you guys are all taking the charges. I know it, so. Uh, I know, yeah, <laughs> pause. I, I'm looking you're at it right now, see. Shane. I'm looking at it yeah, right now, and here, I can tell you we're all Shane, taking the charges. you're going to have to stick with us for another 12 minutes to find out. <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, have a good show, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. See <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, uh, Shane. Isn't it crazy, though? Like, you're just like their wide receiver room just gets infected. Andre like, Roberts. Like that. Now, Andre Roberts is playing football again. <laughs> He's not just returning kicks. Jake Fromm is hey, starting hey, for hey. the Giants. That is going to be the Andre weirdest Roberts. Game. Oh, it's going to be a terrible game. Andre Roberts game. is a journeyman in his own right. <laughs> Andre Roberts has been playing since oh. 2010. <laughs> okay. In 2000 and... 
12, he recorded a staggering 750 yards, followed up years later in 2017 with 12 yards (laughs) (laughs) that year, followed it up with 79, 20, 34th, and 35. And now he has no yards for the Chargers, but he has rushed for 13. Okay. Well, he should have more on Sunday. He was on the he was on the Texans to start the season. Yep. Then he had 35 yards. But we'll get into the picks in just a minute. Uh, just to round out some other things, real quick, in the minute that we have left before the picks, uh, Chiefs are on a five game win streak. Beat your Broncos on Sunday night. Mahomes is undefeated against the Broncos, eight zero in his career. Gardner Minshew gets a win with the Eagles, as we mentioned, over the Jets, thirty three eighteen. The Lions get their first win of the season over the Vikings. Bones to pick with Minnesota's defense. They gave up on the last drive of the game. Mike Zimmer probably is facing his last games in Minnesota. I fully believe that. Get rid of him. It doesn't work. You need to find something different. Uh, That was just a brutal game altogether. The Chargers, as we were just talking about, manhandled the Bengals 41-22. The Ravens lost to the Steelers 2019 after going for the two-point conversion and missing it to win the game. Mamma mia. John Harbaugh does that a lot, but he it did not work. And finally, uh, what we wanted to talk about a little bit more, but we'll just talk about quickly, future for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson trades are... Trade rumors are circling. He would consider tr- waiving his no-trade clause for the Broncos. Rocky Mountains. The New York football giants in the Meadowlands. Sky high. And the New Orleans Saints. No money. So I... <laughs> So we both, 67% chance that either of us get okay, Russell right. Wilson. Well, slow down there. <laughs> you have a 67% chance that he's maybe thought about a, a, a 50% chance that he even leaves Seattle with another 50% chance that he even gets to leave Seattle. We'll find out. Slow down. We'll You've got the picks out. for it. I don't. I, I, we do have the picks. You for do it. have the picks, but like what I've else? got the money and the players. No, we have not much else. We don't see. That's the thing. If we implement yeah, Russell Wilson, we don't have an offensive to go to line. New York over Denver. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's obviously well. New York. The Broncos Just have one of the best cores in the Jersey. league. So <laughs> listen, you're telling me it wouldn't be exciting to no, see what? Judy and Sutton oh, yeah. and Patrick be catching balls. From All right, you know what? Javante Williams suck. Oh please, dude. I've had Corlin Sun on my fantasy roster since draft day. The man doesn't do jack. This dude can't throw to him. Well, this fair. dude we've got can't throw to him. Hey, no. Do you see him throw the deep ball this gloves. week? He's wearing two against gloves. Against the Chiefs, he can't throw deep. He right. We're going to take a quick caller for two minutes. We're going to have to go quick in the picks, but we'll take our last caller of the day. Caller number six, what's your name? Marie? Oh, they just hung up. All right, let's get into the picks, baby. All right. Week 14 picks. It is time. It's time. All right, I'm 108 and 71. Luigi's 116 and 63 is the top ooh, dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Zach is 114 and 65. I think we mentioned that. I pulled ahead of you heavy this My week. loss on eight, my eight extra losses are probably from the Giants. No, they're actually legitimately from the Giants. The Giants <laughs> literally have eight losses. <laughs> So, yes, they are from the Giants. <laughs> Thursday Night Football, 820. Steelers, 6-5-1 at the Vikings, 5-7. Vikings are three-point favorites. Uh, Zach, you talk first. I am going to take the Vikings over the Steelers. I can't believe the Steelers beat the Ravens. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of put my blinders up for both of the games that happened this week and just pretend that things are normal. I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, I am going to be fading Zachary here. The Steelers have looked really good. Their defenses look staggering. And um, if anybody's going to slow down Justin Jefferson, it's going to be Minka Fitzpatrick in that uh, Steelers secondary, in my opinion. I also think that the defense of the Vikings will get pummeled. Um, I'll take the, the Vikings. I hated the Vikings last week, but I'm going to trust in them hopefully again. Hopefully they figured out their issues. They'll be at home against the Steelers. I think it's a hard place to play. That's the only reason I think that. I don't know. We'll find out. One o'clock, first game on Sunday. Cowboys eight four or eight and four, four and a half point favorites at the Washington football team, six and six. Give me the Cowboys. I'm nervous about the Cowboys. They've got some issues, but they've got to win this game if they want to make the playoffs. I, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Zach took the words right out of my mouth. Boys, taking ne- the boys. Boys across the board. Next one o'clock game: Falcons five and seven at the Panthers five and seven. Two and a half point favorites. This is a disgusting game yeah. in the NFC South. Zach, why are you taking the Falcons? I'm yeah. going to take the Falcons because, despite all the odds and Calvin Ridley stepping away, they found a way to play 
reasonably good football offense and defense, and I really don't trust a Cam Newton-led team, so I'm going to take the Falcons. Sure. Yeah, no, no, I'll take the Falcons. I don't know. Sure. All right, I'll ride with the Falcons as well. I think the Panthers are fairly depleted. They don't have Christian McCaffrey. They're missing a lot oh, of yeah. pieces on the offensive side of the ball, so give me the Falcons. 1 o'clock, Jaguars 2-10 and 10 at the Titans, 8-4, eight 8.5 eight point favorites to the Titans. Give me Tennessee. I would hope that Tennessee wins this game. They're fighting for a number one seed. Jags stink. The Titans need to win this game to stay alive. The Colts are closely fa- following them and will be there very, very soon. Mm-hmm. This is a weak Jaguars team, and I think the Titans is a, it is a must win. Next 1 o'clock game, Raiders 6-6 six and six at the Chiefs 8-4. and four. Give me the Chiefs. Definitely taking the Chiefs here. I mean, I, I've been very optimistic with the Raiders. I really do love Derek Carr, and I've loved what he's done. But this Chiefs team is really putting it together, and Spagnolo is a great defensive mind. Yes, and for my own selfish reasons, we have a better chance of beating the Raiders to the playoffs than we do of beating the Chiefs to the top of the division. So mm-hmm. give me the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. All right, Chiefs across the board. Next 1 o'clock game, the Ravens, 8-4 and four at the Browns, 6-6. Six and six. Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens, too. It was a really tough loss against the Steelers. I think it's a fluke. We've seen a lot of that this year, fluky losses. And I don't trust this Browns offense enough. I'm going to take the Ravens. I definitely have to agree with that synopsis right there. I like the Ravens this week. I think Lamar needs a big bounce back week, and I still love the Lamar Jackson. Baltimore, Baltimore. across the board, 1 o'clock, Saints 5-7. Five and Five-point favorites at the New York Jets, 3-9. Give me the Saints. Taking the Saints, pretty easy one there. Yes, yeah, I mean, it should be. Yeah. Saints across the board. Last one o'clock game. Seahawks four and eight. Seven and a half point favorites at the Texans two and ten. Give me the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks. This is a team that at full strength really could have had the opposite record eight and four against a really a team that deserves two and ten. So take the Hawks. It seemed last week that the Seattle's really putting it together. I know it was a very depleted 49ers team, but it really is looking good for them. And uh, they're on the up and up. So I'm definitely taking them this week. First 4:05 game on Sunday afternoon. Giants four and eight at the Chargers seven and five. Ten point favorites to the Chargers. I am done. I am done taking the Giants. I'm rooting for a higher draft pick. Give me the Chargers. You know, if if math serves us right, we should be picking the Giants here because every time math, has I was about to the say Giants, they win. Does that mean but I promised. A friend of mine, Mr. <laughs> Shane, that I will pick the Bolts. I love the Bolts this week. Bolts, Bolts, Bolts. Go Chargers. Yeah, I'll write it. it. I'll write it. I'll write it. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't even think about that. I think this one's going to stink. This could be the one that bites us, but I'll write it. Jake Fromm starting in L.A. on 405 on Sunday. Next 405 game, Lions 110 and 1 against the Broncos in Denver 6 and 6. Seven and a half point favorites to the Broncos. Give me the Broncos. We ha- there's we <laughs> there's no way, dude. If they if you guys lose this game, uh, it would actually be pure comedy. Yeah, it'd be it would awesome. be pure comedy. Me and my dad's team would have lost to the Lions back to back weeks. I don't even know what happens. Although then. I don't it's know like, who's betting betting man or woman out there, but that plus seven and a half looks pretty good to oh, me. Please. I'm taking the Broncos though. Broncos across the board, 425, Bills 7-5 and five at the Buccaneers, 9-3, and three, three and a half point favorites, give me the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks too. I just kind of want to hear whatever's happening after I say this. I'm going to fade, fade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the Bills have had their struggles. I like Sean McDermott. I like Josh Allen. I like the defense. I think they know they need to pick one up. They could have had this past week just as easily as the Pats pulled it out. They could have been 8-4. and four. They're not. They're fighting to stay in the playoffs. I think they're going to pull one out here. They're going to steal one against the Bucks. Ford, if you have playoff Lenny, real quick, um, just they have. Remember that <laughs> he is going to probably put up a thirty piece. Four twenty five, forty nine or six and six, one and a half point favorites at the Bengals. Seven and five. Give me the Bengals. I'm also going to take the Bengals. Uh, I don't really love either of these teams, but I'm going to take Joe Burrow. I love one of these teams. Oh, yeah. I do. It's the 49ers. Obviously, I'm a big 49ers fan. But let me tell you why they're going to win this week. We're going to get Debo back. It's looking very optimistic. He's supposed to return to practice tomorrow. George Kittle's the man. We know this. That offensive line, bunch of grown men. They're going to handle that Bengals defensive line, which has been the Bengals' strength this year. And you know what? Really believing in the 49ers this week. They're going to pull it all together. Fred Warner returns, too, for that defense. I don't like how the Bengals try to win games lately with 
trying to just run Joe Mixon into the dirt. That won't happen against the 49ers. It never happens. Boom! Sunday night football, 820. Bears 4-8 at the Packers, 9-3. 12.5-point favorites to the Packers. Give me the Packers. You will never catch the Bears beating the Packers. Give me the Packers. Yeah, 100%. Rodgers really does own them. Monday night football, 815. Rams 8-4 at the Cardinals, 10-2. NFC West battle, 1.5-point favorites to the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. Definitely taking the cards this week. I mean, they're the top team in the league right now. I mean, Kyler coming back and D-Hop coming back. D-Hop scored a touchdown in his first game back. It's like it's like bread and butter right there. It's just too easy. The Cardinals are very, very dominant right now, and the Rams are the exact opposite. Give me the cards. I'm going to fade once again here. Uh, the Cardinals already beat the Rams in Los Angeles. I think the Rams are going to walk into Arizona and steal one. I think part of the reason that they've been so shaky is they brought in two new exciting pieces, Odell and Von Miller, that need to figure out how to play on this team. I do not think um, Sean McVay is going to let this game slide with such big playoff implications and potentially job implications. McVay's a fraud. All right, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if I fully believe in either team. I mean, the Cardinals are great, and so are the Rams, but in a matchup like this, Cardinals being at home and only one-and-a-half-point favorites, I think it should be a little bit more than that. If you have any betting money, I think you would take the cards for at least that spread. Um, but anyways, it's been Fire Football Radio. Myself, Matt McGrath, Luigi Coppola, and Zach Schmola. It's a great week for football, week 14. We were walking into the studio, and it was flurrying out with snow. It was. Felt like Christmas season. Jingle, jingle, guys. We'll be back officially for one more next week on the 15th, and hopefully for others after that. But do you guys have any final words of wisdom? You know what? If you don't have finals like I do this weekend and my roommates do, you watch some football. Enjoy your time. Um, enjoy the new season that's coming. And I know it's pre- pretty premature, but happy holidays from all the boys at Fire Radio. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything? Are you just going to say, mm-hmm? Mm-hmm. If you can get your hands on chicken parmesan this weekend, <laughs> go ahead and do that. I haven't had a nice chicken parm in a minute. Alright, it's been Fire Football Radio on WHS Stores 91.7. We appreciate all the callers, all the listeners, and we'll see you next week. Until then, enjoy your week. Enjoy the football on Sunday afternoon, and we'll see you next time.